Hi, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And today we are bringing you a very special episode, or at least very weird. I don't know, I think it's very special. In celebration of March Madness, it's tournament time, national championship time. This episode will come out the Friday before the national championship. And that's very exciting. We're big basketball fans on this podcast. If you've never listened to us before, um, or if you ever have, you've probably picked up on that. So uh, happy March Madness. Happy National Championship. Happy Easter. If you're into celebrating Easter specifically or just looking for any excuse to eat peanut butter, uh, peanut butter chocolate eggs, I think they're overrated, but whatever you want to eat. Happy. Whoa. I, any peanut oh, never butter. Mind. Never, never mind. This is, this any is, uh, fake peanut butter inside of candy. <laughs> It's all fake peanut butter. It's not real peanut butter. Go get yourself some real peanut butter. It's way better. Just dip a piece of chocolate inside of peanut butter and you'll have a better experience. Trust me. But in the meantime... Reese's eggs are amazing, Sean. You stop it right now. They could be better. It could just be a piece of chocolate dipped in real peanut butter. could be amazing. (laughs) Chris, we're not having a bracket about candy (laughs) right now. We're having a bracket about animals, which is my segue to have you. Uh, Ooh, we should do a bracket about animals. We should. It would be totally unrelated to Avatar. <laughs> but that's fine. One time we did like favorite Disney movies and stuff. We can do that. We can argue about candy if you like. And and I would enjoy that thoroughly. But right now, we're not arguing about candy. Right now, we're arguing about animals. Chris, would you like to tell us what's going on I'm today? So- <laughs> I'm so distraught <laughs> with you. Your can you at least uh, agree that slander peanut butter against... is better than the peanut butter inside this? Like, if you just take a good piece of chocolate and dip it it's inside different. some real peanut butter, it's, you're gonna it's, have it's a better different. time. It's like you you can't put real peanut butter in the chocolate, like just of uh, you know preservatives and everything. And that's why you just get a, do what I just said. Just get the chocolate, dip it in. I know you got peanut butter in your house. Yeah, but who? But then the chocolate's not good. I'm not understanding how how you're trying to make better because peanut butter cups. It's not possible. Butter, regular it's peanut not... butter is better than the peanut butter that gets stuffed oh inside of chocolate. I feel like that is a validated fact. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't do this today. Can't screw it. I'm going up. it. Do it live. Well, well, you know what? Hey, if you have thoughts on peanut butter, leave them down in the comments. We love hearing comments about crap that doesn't matter. Um, just the the slander against Reese's and specifically the Reese's. I just eggs. said regular peanut butter is better than can- the peanut butter that gets stuffed inside of candy. And that is they have, two, they have two different purposes. They do, but they don't have to because I know that you own peanut butter. If you don't own peanut butter, what the hell is wrong with you? Do you own peanut butter? Uh, okay. Well, of course I do. You ever do. dipped an Oreo in peanut butter, Chris? You ever lived? Have you ever took an Oreo, took a Chips Ahoy, dumped them both in milk at the same time and ate them? No, but I have a new goal in life. <laughs> but my point is that oh, that's all I'm saying. Regular peanut butter, better than candy peanut butter, and you can use that to your mm. advantage, and I recommend it. That's I don't. I don't know. I don't know who just has chocolate laying around to make just other pieces of chocolate candy. To make other Hershey's or a dark chocolate or whatever. Oh, you're saying dip that in. It's different. It, there's a texture, a mouthfeel that's that's not going to be the, the part, same. That's the part of the peanut butter that's in candy that I hate. It's like a grainy, 
<laughs> that's like the good stuff. part it's like it's like biting into cookie dough almost no i think it's like biting into some dirty sandy peanut butter of some type of peanut butter flavored mud i can't describe it <laughs> uh, okay. i'm so sorry uh, I'm, I'm ruining everything we'll talk we'll argue about candy later though i'm so intrigued <laughs> right now live taste tests <laughs> next week maybe not next week maybe future um, we we will do this. Some we'll, we'll settle this. We Live might need to test. have the only we way need to have in a third party to to do this. Absolutely. Um, but okay. Today's video topic <laughs> is is who is the best animal in Avatar universe? Um, specifically, who is the the best character animal in the Avatar universe? Um. So we have a bracket. Uh, the rankings were just my rankings. <laughs> and this would be based off of the best animal in our experience. And, and when we come up with those decisions, it could be based off of if they're like our favorite, if they're like the, the cutest, the greatest looking, the most useful, um, the strongest. It could, we could use any of these things to, to pick one over the other. Um, so it's pretty open to kind of interpretation. I feel like you did a nice job in your rankings, kind of sort of by like show appearance, show screen time, show mm -hmm. like popularity within the show, kind of, if that makes yeah. sense. Obviously, there's not a preset group of uh, animal rankings out there for us to use. Um, so, yeah, nice job on that, by the way. Uh, also, so is, there's only two of us. And so there, there we could tie at times. So we have created a system of tie breaking, which is far more complicated than it probably needed to be, but that's part of the fun of it. Um, so we have tiebreaker tokens for each of us. We have we have seven tokens each, and uh, if there's a tie, one of us can use a token. But if one of us is the other one is like, no, I'm going to reverse that. You use another token. The other person could play another token to reverse that. So whoever plays the last token wins that tiebreaker. So you sort of have to strategize on like, all right, should I use my tokens up or should I, you know, save them for a future fight coming up? Um, it, it's very reminiscent of uh, of playing, if anyone out there played Yu-Gi-Oh! There is a, you know, you play one card and a person plays like a, a trap card and you're like, oh, I want to get rid of that. So you play Mystical Space Typhoon. And the person's like, well, no, I want to get rid of that. So that person also plays a Mystical Space Typhoon. So Mystical Space, your Mystical Space Typhoon. And uh, and usually and always the last person to play wins that 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 folly. And it, it amounts to uh, a lot of overthinking as just an easy way to compensate for not having a third party on today's video <laughs> to to yeah. break ties. We didn't think of this idea soon enough to ask Jamie to come break ties for us. We're so sorry. Uh, but any excuse to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh is a plus for me. Go buy that game on Switch and play me. It's a good time. I, I might, although I'm so distracted lately. Not distracted, just so busy with busy with like being with a grown up human, having children yeah. and such. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, seven tokens each. We'll keep track of our own. Uh, use as many as you want in any round, except for the championship, which at that point we'll just argue until we come to a consensus, and that'll be that. Correct. Okay. I'm just getting up real quick to grab a. Uh, pin that i have over here just so i can keep track of my tokens that's a good good idea i've got notepad on my phone got my work notepad i'm bad but i don't really need to use my work notepad 
Oh, I have so many more pages left than that. Chris, now that I have a phone that's not the cheapest phone in the store, I use it for everything. I should have had a good phone so long ago. It's amazing. Phone <laughs> is my whole life. Uh, for those of you who know me well enough to know that I'm a humongous cheapskate, that carried over into the world of purchasing phones also, but no longer. Chris, I've got the bracket on the screen. Uh, I figured that we'll just work from top to bottom. And that means that we're going to start with the rarely entertaining 1-16 matchup that I already oh, messed man. up. Sean, I already messed that up. That's not supposed to be Sabertooth Moose Land. That's supposed to be Turtle Ducks. You know what? This is terrible. I'm looking, I see, two, I see a spelling error because I didn't change Unagi, even though you told me to change Unagi. Sabertooth Moose Land. I got to fix it. Yeah. Sorry. Behind the curtain. Get behind the curtain. Got to fix it right now. One versus 16. One is Appa. 16 is Turtle Ducks. I feel oh, yes. like... Oh, let's uh, let's go through the, the, the rankings real quick. You, you uh, want to go through the whole deal first. Oh, that's a great plan. Yeah, I do. Okay, so number one. Coming in rank number one is Appa. Coming in rank number two is Naga. Coming in number three, because I can't read, is uh, Duruk, which is uh, Zuko's dragon. Coming in at number four is Rin slash Shaw. We just put them... They're not together, but they're interchangeable one of the other <laughs> and not the sum of both because as a yeah. dragon fan sum of both would instantly win all the brackets one of the other yes uh, number five is fang which is roku's dragon number six is momo number seven is number seven is pabu number eight is flopsy which if you don't remember flopsy flopsy is king boomy's uh, pet number nine is the ill hound, which I believe ill is spelled with the E L L. Number ten is Nala. Um, Nala is the uh, deer cat. I'm sorry, no. Nala is the Shirshu of June, and uh, number eleven is just badger mole, whatever badger mole you want to. Think about badger, badger mold that teaches <laughs> tough to bend that specific sure. one. That specific one, yeah. <laughs> um, number, uh, let's see, that was number 11. Number 12 is Mula. Mula is the cat deer who uh, was the pet of Juan. Number 13 is Bosco. Number 14 is the Unagi. Number 15 is the Sabertooth Moose Lion. And number 16, Turtle Ducks. I, I, feel, I, like, I feel like with Turtle Ducks, it's I feel like they do get, for some reason, plural. I don't know why. Just there are sixteen seeds. We're gonna throw them all the all the bait that we can <laughs> toss. Can you remind me? I don't. I think we decided that we were just going with Unagi and not also the sea serpent, right? Just Unagi, even though they're kind of just yeah. Well, the the sea serpent doesn't have a name. From Surface Pass is much bigger than the Unagi. Oh, so we went with. Yes, I wasn't. Uh, they're, yeah, they're they're different. But I just kind of assumed that they were the same. They're they're different. Something. They're different oh. breeds of of dragons. They're not dragons. Sea dragons. Thing eel yeah. giant eel. Oh, uh, unagi is a. It's like a food, right? So it probably is some kind of uh, some kind of eel. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I think it's some kind of eel. Anyway, um, makes sense. Okay, it's so not interchangeable. But that bringing up my next point, which is a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, wolf bats, um, cat owls, uh, 
of what was the other one that we just talked about? The sea serpent. There was um, what's the, uh, oh the yeah, we didn't bring in the air bison, the sky bison with the funny name. Oh, Ju- juicy, juicy, juicy! Almost got in. Yeah, we didn't want juicy sky bison in there. That was tough to leave out a name as good as juicy. Yeah, good name. Uh, we didn't put any of the ry- uh, rhinoceros in there. Uh, that was a just the good they're one. just kind of boring rhinos. Though apparently voiced by Dante yeah. Bosco or uh, by uh, no the other guy, D Bradley D. Baker. Yeah, D Bradley Baker. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna call him D because we're on a first name basis. Uh, good, you just learned his name yesterday. So, or not? <laughs> in real life, ten minutes ago in in <laughs> podcast life last week. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, there's a lot of good animals in in Avatar, but we had to draw the line somewhere. Sixteen, nice nice bracket number divides into yes. four. Um, so that's that's where we drew it. And there's also lots of regular animals in Avatar. I guess Bosco there, made the list. There's a surprisingly number of, of regular animals, there's honestly. There's um there are fauna out there that just look like just, you know, small deer. Yeah. Um wolves. Wolves are a thing. Um Toads, what else? cats. Is there regular cats, I think? Um, um Yeah. Miyuki it just looked like a cat. She didn't look any yeah. different. Um, um, cat owls is one I come back to because <clears> of uh, I played D&D, and the other day we ran into an owl bear. <laughs> I don't know why it made me think of the cat owl. Uh, ants seem to be just ants. ants. So uh, um, a lot of, I'm going to call those not honorable mentions, but just regular mentions. <laughs> juicy, Juicy and the Sea Serpent, those are the honorable it just, I didn't like. I, said, yeah. I wasn't thinking of the sea serpent as interchangeable with unagi, but I was thinking that they're like the same species. So I was kind of one and the same. But I didn't mean to disuse sea serpent. That was not my intention. <clears throat> uh, so that being said, obviously, uh, much to Chris's channel chagrin, a fair amount of subjectivity here. Even though we have all of our real life nonfiction facts in place. To make this case, uh, I think, Chris, I think for certain matches, it will behoove us to go one after the other. Uh, state of case, state of case. I think 116 is, is, is not that place. I think for 116, that is probably not necessary. Uh, yeah, it's not. Um, but let's talk about it. So, yeah, Opla versus Turtle Ducks. All right, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue in favor of Turtle Ducks here. Not that I'm, I'm just trying to argue. They are very cute. They are um, probably the most cutest animal in Avatar, I think. I mean, you, just, you cross a turtle with a duck, and it's it just comes out just... a platypus, almost. Like a yeah. platypus with a shell. Yeah, it is almost a platypus. Um, but it's just really interesting, right? Because it, it, lo- it just looks like a little duck just went into a turtle's corpse and just made a little home. <laughs> well, when he weared it that way, it makes it sound like Cubone from Pokemon, like wearing his mom's Ooh, yeah. head on his head. Wait, uh, is that his mom's? Wait, what? Cubone. Yeah, the Pokedex entry is like his mom died, so he put her head on his head, and he wears oh it. Like that's that's Cubone. So every Cubone that you ever see ever, that Cubone's mom is dead. I need you to know that right now, Chris. Your childhood is over. Uh, Turtle Ducks are perfect as a 16 seed because they're like the scrappy, cute little underdog that we all want to root for. Oh, uh, a tur- yeah, they're mad. <laughs> I can just imagine like uh, the 16 seed mascot of yeah being a turtle duck. <laughs> it's 
the uh, what was the team that beat that actually did beat Virginia a few years ago? It was like Baltimore, Maryland County, something like that. I don't even know their. It was a dog though, and so in my head I was like, "Oh, it's a dog." Um, <laughs> that's good yeah. for me. I'm a dog person. This is just like that because these things are cute as heck. But on the other side, I'm afraid that you have what is very likely <laughs> the most useful animal character in in Avatar universe. Yeah, uh, flying sky bison are <laughs> are kind of notoriously useful. Um, and, you know, Appa's great too. Not only do they bend, um, but they're also, you know, very, uh, very committed. Um, I'll get more into them because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I just want to save some thunder. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, this is an easy, it's Appa. It's, it's Appa. Appa is, is he's, he's, he's been with us since, <laughs> since episode one. A turtle duck's not going to come in here and possibly upset Appa. Yeah, turtle duck just out there to be rock targets for for Zuko. So, Appa, congratulations, Appa. I think it's official. You're going to the you're going to the round of the, the round of eight. But the the next matchup could could be more interesting. You got Flopsy versus the mm. Illhound. Um, so Flopsy being Boomy's pet rabbit dog gorilla. Uh, I think it's a I think monkey. it's a goat. Goat. But also has like floppy ears. I feel like it's a cross between a bunny, a gorilla, and a goat. I definitely get bunny and gorilla. The third part goat is is like it's minimal, but I there's just, something uh, else there for sure. And I think goat is as yeah. good a guess as any. Uh but then the the Ilhound, I didn't really remember that much. Would you care to re describe that? Uh so the Ilhound was introduced in the finale episode, Master Piandao. Sends it to Sokka so he can get to the uh, the bay where all the fighting ships are at. And he said, "Here's Illhound. Nothing travels the fast on land or on water. Then Illhound will get you there. And whatever by sunset, sunrise, whatever it was." <clears throat> so we're looking at two characters whose screen time is pretty minimal, but their like impact mm-hmm. in their episodes is extremely <laughs> large and, and memorable. I did really love when. When Boomy is like, you gotta feed Flopsy. They say feed Flopsy or ca- capture Flopsy. He's like, catch yeah, Flopsy? capture Flopsy. You gotta capture capture Flopsy. And then Angus like, all right. And he sees like a, a bunny rabbit. Like, like an actual and... literal, just regular fauna rabbit. <laughs> yeah. So he goes and chases around until he's like, wait a minute. And but he's also getting chased around by Flopsy. And then he's like, wait a minute. Flopsy, and then like the thing like attacks him, and then pets him. That's a, a really great, really great moment. Uh, do you, do you care to go first in a in a? Uh, oh, wait, let me talk. So the Illhound, though. Uh, I I'm gonna go with the Illhound because I feel like the Illhound would be really cool to have in battle, right? Like you ride on top of it. I can imagine Sokka fighting on the Ilhound. It's so quick. It's so agile. It's very amphibious. Um, so I'm going with the Ilhound. I'm also going to go with the Ilhound. I love okay. I love comedy as much as the next person, but I'm going to say that Flopsy is like a he's like an average comedy bit. That's not bad. It's just mm. an average comedy bit versus like an impactful thing that, granted, I did not remember and I feel a little bad. Uh, did not stick out in my brain. Uh, but we're just impactful character to the story obviously 
has some pretty potent gifts. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Illhound with all due respect to again kind of a mediocre comic relief bit. Mm, yeah. Hopefully that's not too harsh to to Flopsy. Mm. Okay, uh, Illhound round two. Next up, uh, one I'm really looking forward to personally is Ren or Shaw, one or the other, not both combined, versus Bosco, who is just a regular a bear. bear. <laughs> not like a, I forget what the other things they say, not like a turtle bear. Or... You, mean, you mean an armadillo bear? Armadillo bear? A skunk bear? <laughs> things that they Platypus say. bear. No? Just, no? just a bear. Just a regular bear? Huh. This place is weird. Weird. <laughs> also, uh... I don't want to give away too much of my hand here, but Bosco is pretty well useless. <laughs> he also uh you know what bosco's a really funny character because the earth queen ate bosco uh we haven't you probably don't remember this i don't but... at all what <laughs> so why are you dropping this bomb on me right now so in in book three of legend of Korra, um there's these uh um Sky bison hunters or poachers, whatever they are, and then they're like, "Yeah, you know this, you know bison fetch really high, high price, especially with the Earth Queen. Like she loves rare meats and stuff. I heard she ate her, her dad's pet pear." I didn't remember that at all. Well, I take yeah. back what I say about Bosco being useless. He was probably delicious. I, that's a use. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is a. Uh, Really, mess- I mean, I don't know if that's a rumor. The thing is, the Earth Queen, or the Earth King, loved Bosco. Like he couldn't have been that terrible of a father for his daughter to eat his beloved pet, his best but- friend. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. Bosco- I, did, I, did, I didn't remember that at all. I'm kind of horrified now. Bosco's really funny though. Like he. Like I just remember, I also remember the the dinner where some guy sitting by the bear. He's like, "Do you know how hard it was to get seats by the bear?" <laughs> like random humor. Here, Bosco, Bosco in a vacuum isn't that interesting, but with some context added there, to me, it makes him a lot more interesting. The context that is his character, so like more than what is just a literal bear. Beyond that, is what makes him yeah. interesting. Okay, but uh-huh. on the other <laughs> side, we have uh, right now under the TVs where I'm looking at Chris right now under the TVs, there are three different dragons or dragon-shaped things from three various TV shows and or movies because I'm a big fan of dragons. These are the original, uh, <laughs> the original Firebenders. Big, big story impact. Max, massive dragons. Uh, sick benders. I... <laughs> I'm not supposed to cast my vote yet, but the dragons, come on. There's uh, And there's more dragons in this list than I kind of thought about at the beginning. I like, guess we're going through this list. Like, ah, a dragon. All right, another dragon. <gasps> Three dragons in a row. I'm so excited. Blue eyes, white. Fuse them and get blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> ultimate. Oh. Blue eyes, ultimate dragon. Chris, come on. You're killing me. Yeah, my bad. Oh, God. I'm embarrassed. So the guy who... The guy who Misspelled three things and had one entry duplicated. <laughs> Reached a new altar. I edited really, on the really trying to get that saber tooth moose lion like more more chances to win. Because there was a baby and an adult, Chris. I knew what was up. Okay, baby saber tooth. 
the baby saber tooth was clearly number 16 as a play-in game honestly didn't matter um man which one do i want to go with uh, i'm honestly hmm, or shaw versus... you're just you're just gonna try to get me to spend all my tokens on the dragon right up front um, and you're gonna win that because i will <laughs> i, I want to be honest but also maybe a little bit manipulative i'm going with hmm, I don't want to be manipulated. Play the game. No, you can be manipulated. Play the game. Just play the game. Um, I mean, I am really split on because Bosco brings a lot of, but it's but it's the original benders. Um, they will literally eat Bosco, and you know it. They would. So yeah, you rather they your will. team name be the Bears or the Dragons? I mean, both are actually pretty good names. And nobody likes know. the Chicago Bears. Except that for people true. who live I, actively in Chicago. Not thinking about it. Um, uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Ren and Shaw. I'm going to play it to where my heart is at. Go Ren and Shaw. I'm not going to blame you for playing the game, but in this case, I'm excited that you said Ren and Shaw. I, I, love, <laughs> I love that episode. That whole episode got the Temple of Doom vibe to it. It's a great episode. Mm. Big impact. So definitely going Ren and Shaw here. No, no question. Uh, Chris, speaking speaking of dragons, to be fair, Ooh. a slightly less interesting dragon. <laughs> slightly less interesting dragon. Um, you know what? The interesting thing about Fang is that Fang became a spirit, which doesn't happen. I've never seen that happen where a physical dragon or a physical being became a spirit. I mean, that has happened. It happened with Iroh. It happened with this dragon. I can't think of another physical being who ascended to becoming a spirit. And an animal, I, especially. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I, there's some. I think. I think. Granted, I think it's interesting, but granted, I think there's just some a little bit of uh, um, uh, not continuity issues at all, but just some unexplaining that they didn't explain. Let's cut like like loose ends. He does introduce some some loose ends or some at least some frayed edges of continuity. Yeah. Uh, do you care to remind me who Mula is? So Mula, the backstory about Mula, uh, Juan was which we're about to get in this episode, which I'm really excited to. Uh, oh yeah, that's like next next week, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so Juan is out in the spirit wild, and he's really hungry, and um, the, the other members of his village. So traps so to trap animals because they need to eat. And Mula is trapped, which is a cat deer. He's like, Oh yeah, I can eat it. And then he looks at with you know, curly eyes and he's like, No, I can't eat it. So he sets it free. Um, and that sort of set the precedent for Avatars being having having like a spirit guy um, or spirit animal. Um and then the benders, the other benders camera was like, We're gonna eat that cat. He's like, No, you're not. So then Juan defended it. Mula against the other benders. And then when um oh, I can't think of his name. The the monkey spirit saw Juan protect uh, Mula, he thought, oh, maybe he even set more to offer because before that he wasn't trusting of Juan at all. Um, but you know, Mula traveled with Juan all throughout his his journey into becoming the Avatar. Like this is the first animal guide. Pretty major. 
I appreciate the reminder. I'm pretty excited to get to those episodes. I'd completely forgotten about about Mula. Uh, so I appreciate the background. Good scrappy underdog potential yeah. here. I am going I am going with Mula. Every year <laughs> twelve upsets uh upsets a five. <laughs> it happens every year. Um I'm so I'm still going with Fang just because I actually kinda like those loosens. I like the lore, I like the uh not that we delve into fan fiction or anything like that, but it opens up some some unique canon and unique thought processes. Uh, and in my mind, especially as like the original Benders, of course dragons get a free pass into the spirit world. Why not, right? I'm okay with that. So I'm still going to go with Fang uh, because I'm interested to play the game and, and spend, spend some tiebreaker points. Chris, I'm spending tiebreaker points. Oh, fine. So I am going... Oh, you're... Well, I'm going to... I'm going to spend number try. one first. I'm going to... Undo your tiebreaker. It's been my one. I must spend another one. Oh, okay. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. Mm. It's hard for every year mm. 12 upsets of five. So it is. I like that 5 12 matchup in real life. That's always good. Any more every year, two upsets of 15. A little foreshadowing. I'm going again, Sean. Going again. <laughs> I can't spend three. You get it. It's fine. <laughs> I can't do it. Can't do it. All right, I spent two. You spent two. Ultimately, no. where Mula gets by, and, and let's, I guess we're going to call that double overtime. That Mula was a nope. Yeah, double overtime. Double overtime, overtime no victory for Mula. Good scrappy underdog victory there. I like that. I okay. like where that went. All right, so I think of the next one, I have to give the just the second vote. That way you have a wait. No. Other way. Yeah, other way. I'll give I, it first. I was just going to say whoever like gives it first, but yeah, I, okay, yeah. I'll take that. No, just just to keep it fair. Because yeah, that, that put me at so. event. Yes, that put yeah. me at event. She last one. Okay. So. Sounds good. Um, and I, you know, maybe it'll happen here. Maybe it won't. I don't want to give too much away. Durek? I keep reading it as Derek because I just watched The Good Place. <laughs> so I keep thinking of that guy that plays Rafi and all those other people just saying, Derek! <laughs> I just I just listened to a podcast with him reviewing. Anyway, not important. Uh, it's, it's not. Also, he pisses me off and like everything he's in, but that's his. That's his purpose. So, Durek. Uh, this this is related to Avatar, though. I did pick him in my Cora uh, uh, live action casting video to play Varric. Yeah, that I think hurt me would, a little bit. If you, were I think he would be so great as Varric. He's so good at those oh. like just outlandish story time <laughs> type of stuff. I mean, that, like the, I by can't the clip, argue I. He's in every used... comedy, and he always just pisses. I don't even know his name. He's probably a great person. Obviously, he's a good uh, actor. Jason but... Jason Mantzoukas. Are you sure it's not Derek? Anyway. Yeah, so many great clips. Okay, so we got... Derek. Derek, which is Zuko's dragon. He showed up in book three. Versus the Unagi. Uh, the Unagi who showed up in specific to Kiyoshi Island and yes. as far as we are aware unrelated to the honorable mentioned sea serpent okay, very, uh, yeah, very unrelated <laughs> um, so much so that Sokka when they're getting attacked by the sea serpent Sokka tells Suki Suki what do we do you've dealt with the Unagi she was like I dealt with Unagi not like just because I dealt with him doesn't mean I've de- I know how to deal with all <laughs> sea I serpents I about that line that's awesome <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about the sea serpent as an honorable mention too. In my mind, that's like the uh, that's like the power five team that should be in the tournament, but they really underachieve, drop some bad losses late in the year. <laughs> it's, mm. it's a big scary team. They should have made it in. 
didn't play up to their potential. Sorry, sea serpents. Um, so the Anagi from Kyoshi Island, specifically. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, I didn't care. Yeah, whatever, they're just out for fun. Um, I almost put in the penguins just because they're uh, another good yeah, honorable mention. Yeah, another good. They're they're pretty pertinent to the uh, first episode. I mean, Aang. That's the first thing he asked Katara. Does he? Does she want to go penguin sledding? Um, but besides that, they you know, they just didn't offer that much. They always make me think um, of that one episode <clears throat> of Futurama. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's a great um, episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the Unagi versus Doric. Uh, I think Doric showed like so much. Um, showed so much potential. Like it was bending alongside Zuko, and also it looks like thick. Like it looks, it looked like it was like very much related to to Ren and Shaw. Like, R- Roku's dragon is like a little skinny dragon, but like, Druk is like, got a big chest, like, like it works out. Uh, I want to say that Roku's dragon was like the bread in captivity version of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the it's, yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of like Game of Thrones where like the dragons have like, just throughout, throughout, throughout have gotten like smaller and smaller. Yeah. He's the lame dragon. Not direct. Okay, so you have to forgive me here because obviously my my memory doesn't treat Durek that well. Uh, but like, all right, I know it's I know it's Zuko got pictures in uh, pictures from the internets to remind me what's what's going on. He's a dragon, and Unagi is is fine as like a protagonist for one episode that doesn't ever appear or anything. But that that's it. So even though that I have like an unfair lack of memory for Durek, I it's okay. I'm still picking number three here. I'm picking number three also. Um, yeah. Um, I'm sure there there could be more of those instances where I don't have as much recollection of those future mm-hmm. seasons either, but we're getting there. Seven ten matchup, Pabu and Nala. Ooh, Pabu versus Nala. This is this is actually pretty interesting. because um, Nala is like uh very useful. Like Shushu, very, very useful. You know, especially for knocking out people, it's very fast. It's a actually a great fighter. It went one, one v one versus Appa, and then there's Pabu, which is a uh, cute little fire fairy Pabu, which he is very helpful actually. He's he's gotten uh, Team Avatar out of out of a lot of jams. Um, Can you remind me? Does uh, it's obviously it's not Nala, but Shershu show up in the novel too? Correct. Yes. Yep. And so I probably have unfair like positive nostalgia I gotta get rid of for sheer shoes in general. Mm. Uh who's on the first assigned? Me? Yeah, I am. Um I am going to have to give it to uh Pabu. Pabu and Pabu and Bolin just go so well together, go hand in hand together. Um I'm thinking about this one scene where where uh Bolin and Babu have been like separated for some reason. Oh, because Bolin and Maku got stuck in the lower ring of Bossing Say because they would go get their grandma. And then they got reunited with um <laughs> with they brought their grandma, they got reunited with with uh, Korra and them. And then Babu is like reunited with Bolin and they don't show it. But his mother's like, why is Bolin his grandmother's like, why is Bolin like so affectionate with that? With that fire, with that ferret. Oh, now they're kissing each other. What is happening? <laughs> just, uh, just funny, funny. 
I uh, I like Pabu. He's good comic relief. Um, and I also like that he has a legitimate role in a few of the episodes we've had so far. Uh, if memory serves me correct, he has a few more episodes in the future where he actually has like sort of a, a pivotal action or two. So that's pretty cool. There's there's like a big part of me that really wants to say Nala just because Nala is really cool and I really like those couple episodes. Uh, I, I really, I don't know. I want to, but I, mm-hmm. my heart's still with Pabu. I like Pabu too much personally. If if it was somebody else, like if it was Flopsy or the Illhound or whatever, it would be way easier. But I actually do really like Pabu. That's the kind of character uh, that I enjoy in the show. So it's really hard for me to vote against him. So I'll be boring and I'm going to say Pabu. Oh, man, I thought you were going to. I, uh, I wanted to if it had been Flopsy or the Elhound or some or something, but I just Pabu is Pabu has character. He it, he it, speaks it, to me as a as a owner of a of a very goofy dog and somebody who likes that kind of comedy and that kind of uh I don't know, can't be a little side character. It's I it it would have had to be somebody else. Otherwise I would have loved to vote for Nala. <laughs> Sorry, Nala, it was a good yeah, game. Nala, Nala, yeah, Nala Nala played well. Uh, number six, six eleven matchup is Momo and the Badger Mole, and we're just just the generic Badger Mole. But that Badger Mole is is the original Earthbender, so that's pretty cool. Momo, yeah, of course, I mean, being the cybernetic monkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, the ba- I mean the Badger Moles are, are are very vital, just like the dragons. Um, you know they. They uh they taught people how to how to bend specifically one taught Toph how to bend, so that is uh, really cool. Like just how you know I just now I'm just imagining that little little kind of four year old Toph actually rubs her nose against the badger mole just like a kind of, like they like a dog for blind thing. for blind things that's a really cute. Although now I think about it, moles I don't I don't like moles. <laughs> I told you about the story how yeah. I slaughtered a family <laughs> of moles. And not to mention that story for the mole side, and then badgers on the other side are terrifying. So, <laughs> I don't know if you ever encountered a badger before in real life. They're they're horrifying uh, creatures. Um, um, on the other side, of course, you you have Momo, who's like beloved member of of Team Avatar. Uh, moments in the sun, not always integral to to the plot. Let's say, not always, but. The thing I love about Momo is that he is sometimes off in his own world, and like he's he'll just be like messing with something off screen. And to me, that almost adds character to all of Avatar by how much detail they put in into just like small, very unimportant things. Is it fair to say that Momo is sometimes like we talk a lot about like an A plot or a B plot, and then sometimes Momo is like his own like five percent of the story C plot, just kind of. Whatever it is that he's up to that episode, uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. It's totally um, unrelated. He's telling his own story yeah. back there. Well, who's turn is fault? You're. I think I'm supposed to go yeah. first this time. Uh, I probably some favoritism, uh, and I keep coming back to that original Bender thing. I I want to call the upset. I want to pick the Badger Moles. I like their I like their bending they're animal. They're they're useful. They bend. They're big. They're powerful. And they taught Toph, which you know, if you don't like Toph, you GTFO. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't leave. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the upset here. I'm going Badger Mole. I'm going with Momo. Okay. So here's the question: Is do you have to spend your your tiebreaker? Like if you have to choose uh, tiebreaker first, no, you because have to spend? no, because I, I am I am making the tie now. 
You're making the tie. Okay. Yeah, so now it's up to you to break I see. I... the tie. So if I don't break the tie, and then you would have the opportunity just to say... To break the token tie. To break the tie, but you would have to use the yes. token. Okay. I, you know, I don't want to use a token, though. I care about the badger mo. I like this big, powerful, bending creature. What if we neither one of us breaks the tie? Um, if neither one of us breaks that's where it would come. Like, it's almost like if I didn't want to, you would almost be forced to, because you went second, and you picked yes. differently, and then yes. you had the opportunity. I, I think the first person has the... Has the like the right the, of uh, refusal, kind yes. of? Is that the right way to word that? So, if I don't play it, then... Uh, um, you know what? Mm. But I'm I'm spending one token officially for sure. So I've spent three total. Tokens, points, or counters. That's what they're called. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of the word. They're called counters. Right? Yes, you put counters. a. Uh, let's see. Um, wait. So you're playing one right now for. I'm I'm trying. So I have to decide first. So I'm playing one 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 counter. For in favor of the battle. Okay. So All just right. three tokens. Um, gotcha. Um, hmm. Hmm. <sighs> just yeah, risk it just for a flying, against. potentially cybernetic future monkey. So Momo, Momo will go up against Pablo. I kind of want to see that matchup. But... No, no, Momo, Momo would be 215. Momo would yeah. go up against 215. Oh, my bad. Um, so Naga will eat Momo next round. Keep that in mind. Uh, uh, you know, I'll 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 let it go. Upset Badger Mole. Way to go. Single overtime. Way to go, Badger Mole. Uh, I spent three. You spent two. Brings us yep. to the the dreaded the two fifteen matchup. Naga versus Oral Roberts. <laughs> I mean, Someone someone said. Uh, Outside of Oral Roberts, there's these hands, these praying hands. <laughs> and, so, and someone said, like, whatever school loses them, like, they call it these hands. <laughs> the, uh... and, like, those hands are, like, those hands are, like, I've, you know, I'm from Tulsa. And so I've passed those hands up all the time. And they are, like, a. I remember the first time I'm seeing them, like, oh, my gosh, look at these hands. Like, it, it looks like the hands of, of God. Like, they're, they're just praying hands. I didn't like, realize that that was in Tulsa. I feel like I knew it was in the south somewhere uh just based on the conference oh, it's in the same conference yeah. as tulsa i think was at conference usa or something yeah. uh big south I don't, but anyway i didn't realize i was in tulsa um yeah, yeah the oral roberts memes and the the sister jean loyal marymount memes they're all they're all gold mm -hmm. but uh 215 naga versus Sabretooth moose lion naga of Ooh. course being what is, is she a polar bear polar bear dog dog just polar bear dog. okay and then the saber-toothed moose lion being very literally what it is, is the oh thing that is going to eat Sokka when Sokka's trapped in that crevice. Very funny is, episode. I keep, when I think about the saber-toothed moose lion, I always think about this fan art of, of Sokka riding it, like riding the, the little one grown up and Sokka being grown up. And I'm, I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. I wish I was. Oh, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the only thing that really keeps me, I think, hanging on to Sabretooth and Moose Lion. I think the comedy that. of that episode really pulls me because I don't, I can't think of Naga comedy at all. But I, I know that's not her style. Like that's Pablo's area is the comedy. 
But the saber tooth moose, that is a funny episode when, when Sokka's down there talking with the little baby about how he's going to be a vegetarian and <laughs> not going to eat him. It's just a funny episode. Uh, I, I Naga, Naga is... I love the, the origin of Naga. Um, Akora was... <laughs> little baby, little kind of five-year-old Akora is uh, trapped in a snowstorm because she she went out to go play with like the polar bear dogs, <laughs> even though... You, even though her dad was like, they're dangerous. Like those are wild animals. And uh, she finds little Naga and she builds, she water bends them like a little igloo and she tries to fire bend, but she can't control her fire bending that well. And so they just kind of cuddle up with each other. And then, but Cora's now lost out in the storm, in the snowstorm. Her parents find her the next morning. She's cuddled up with Naga. And then. That's just some shitty parenting right there. <laughs> and then Cora's like, can we keep her? And then, and then both her parents are like, ask your mom ask your dad and then Katara comes in and she says you know every avatar has an animal guy like maybe this is Korra's and then uh and then Korra gets to keep Naga and Korra does say like all the time how like Naga is her best friend I'm I'm not going against Naga I mean the saber-toothed moose lion is 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 fun and and yeah. all that but I'm I'm not going against Naga yeah I'm going with Naga, Naga. it's Sabretooth Moose Lion, you were you were between like you and Flopsy, for example. I would take the the Sabretooth Moose Lion as a gag, like it was pervasive throughout the episode. It rolled pretty well. It fits Sokka beautifully, but nah, not not in this matchup, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump up back to the the top side of the bracket then, where we would have Appa and the Elhound, if I'm not mistaken. I think you know I probably just went first on that one. I probably shouldn't have. So I'll let you decide who should go first here. I don't really care. Uh, you can go first. Okay. So uh, Appa versus the Elhound. Um, again, Elhound, you get that one. It is a very impactful episode, right? So it's not just having a big role in an episode. It's having a big role in the biggest of episodes. And that is and that is really cool. But Appa is just a great balance. of He's, he's extremely useful. He provides comedy, uh, maybe not on his own. He requires, like, he, he becomes sort of an accessory to comedy a lot of the time. Chris, I don't remember if you said this out or out the podcast. Appa is the minivan of, of animals. He's beautiful, beautiful big flying minivan. I, I, I can't make a good case for the Elhound, even in that moment of impact, to, to overtake all that Appa does and brings to the show, both useful and, and character story comedy all the above so i have to pick up it to me the ilhound will be i like the same particular slime i think a great maybe both of them have to do with saga a great animal for a non-bender like you can imagine like someone riding on the ilhound in battle with in with a sword being very versatile very quick um also these both these animals are really good at long distance um the ilhound can i think only carry really like two and yeah, and uh, Appa can carry probably up to. I was gonna look for pictures of the Elhound just to try to remind myself a little better of what we're dealing. I with. like the look of it a lot. Like it looks like a, it just looks like a hound, but just slicker and kind of slimier. And I think it, yeah. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a pre, uh, really good kind of design oh, just, and its slim this, and its simplicity. This whole time I've been like thinking of it wrong. It's it, uh, it's like. A, like a eel like the fish this whole time i just yeah. i couldn't think of like where the name was coming from but it just makes sense now that i see it yeah it's, oh you, you're talking uh I, you could probably fit a third person on there if it's a small person yeah probably 
Yeah. I, I hadn't put it all together yet. It makes so much more sense now. In my mind, I was just thinking about <clears> a big, just a big lizard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I got to go Oplo on this. You know what, you serve you served a fair purpose. I, I feel bad now because I was like, it just wasn't coming all together, but now I see the picture, it's all clicking. Oh, I, duh. But sorry, dude. It's okay. You had a, you had a good <laughs> run. That brings us to Ran and Shaw versus Moolah. Ran or Shaw versus Moolah. And it's Chris's turn to go first. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. Ran and Shaw versus Moolah. Um, hmm. I have to go Ren and Shaw on, on this one. I just think they're, they're just so freaking majestic. Um, and the cat deer is, uh, is is good, especially for the origin of, of the avatar. And maybe the design probably could have been... I mean, maybe there's something to say about the simplicity of being... Because um, it's not really a huge animal or anything like that. But uh, anyway, go with Ren and Shaw. I uh I had uh, looking at Moolah again, looking at pictures. Adorable animal, really neat as like a spirit creature, just a good fit. Uh, but Ren and Shaw is like it's, it's everything I love. You got the original benders, you got dragon flight, fire, a big powerful dragon. Like, I, the only thing they're missing is that they're not hilarious at all. But to be fair, Moolah is not really hilarious either. So, I I that's an easy pick for me. I'm going Ren and Shaw. Give me that underrated four seed. Uh, that brings us to Derek. <laughs> uh, Derek and Pabu. Uh, Derek versus Pabu. No, it's Derek now. It's official. Huh. Um. Jeez. Oh, but, uh, yeah. It's your turn to go first on this one. But yeah, it's a. Oh, it is. I mean, oh, it's, it's I'm a sorry. You're right. Match. It is. Um. I wish I had a little more uh, Derek exposure. Um, obviously, I have much more exposure to Pabu than Derek. It's so hard to go against a dragon. How do I? How do I make a case? I love Pabu. Really, is my kind of character. Like, if I had a spirit animal, I'm sure it would behave very similarly to Pabu. It'd be something very similar. Uh, even if I'd want it to be a dragon, it would come out like a what's like Mulan where she's hoping for a big ancestor and she gets Eddie Murphy. That would be yeah. how I would be with my spirit animal. It would come out probably. Uh, but I just, I, I'm not going to go against a dragon. I'm not going to go against a, a pivotal characters, uh, spirit, spirit animal. That is a dragon. No offense, Pabu. I don't think you're spiritual in any way. I'm going with Jurek. I'm going with Pabu. Uh Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, so who has first rights to the? So if oh, I yeah, win first, in oh the... yeah, it's on me to yeah. Um, do I want to? I was spend... actually thinking that because I like picked my vote first and then you went oh. with your vote and then I have to decide first if I want to spend a token. I don't know. We're making a prize yeah. as we go here. Nah, I can just go then. Uh, if you want to do it or not, I guess. And then I'm just thinking, if I don't do it, I feel like it does pin you into having to, like you. If I don't do it with my right of first refusal, then you have to spend your token to make it work. I'm trying to play that game. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. I'm going to force you to spend your your token, and we'll be even at threes. I'm not All going right. to. 
I don't care as much about Derek as I do about Ren and Cha. Sorry, Zuko. Interesting. Interesting. I love Ren and Cha. I mean, and they're basically, I mean, they teach Zuko to firebend, uh, but like not as an angry little shit, but like as an actual firebender. That's big. Mm. All all the dragons are down. We're like, you're you're like Khaleesi down to your last dragon. Down to my last pair of dragons that we only get to count one of. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of them. That's it. (laughs) Uh, that brings us to uh, what are we at? Did Badgermole win? Did I spend that money? I spent that money. Yeah, so Badgermole or Naga, and I believe that you have to go first. Uh, Badgermole or Naga? I am going Naga. Without a doubt, going Naga. I mean, Naga is is, is Cora's oldest friend. Um, Naga also comes handy when you want to threaten corrupt judges. <laughs> um, Naga also seems like an animal that could be real. <laughs> like, like to me, it's not that far removed. Like, sometimes I see a really big dog, and I'm like, I kind of wish I had that really big dog. I'll name it Naga. <laughs> I think that Naga feels the most like a legitimate pet, like most relatable as a pet that also kind of is resembles its owner. Is that kind of a mean thing to say? I don't, but like it fits yeah. Cora. It suits Cora extremely well. Probably in the same way that Papa. Pabu suits Bolin, but Naga does. She just feels like she could be a real person's pet, especially she's big and, and scary. It's like a Tiger King kind of thing going on there. Um, but it just fits. It works for Korra. So I, I too, uh, you know, Badger Mole is a neat upset, but I, I don't know. They're kind of a kind of a small timer in terms of characters in the series. No offense, Badger Moles. I'm going with Naga. Chris, we're in the final four. We've got a one-four matchup uh, right up top. Let's see, so what is it? Uh, oh yeah, Appa versus Renshaw. Appa versus Renshaw. We've <clears throat> spent three tokens. Yep. Stuff about to get crazy. Uh-huh. I think I have to go first here, which is interesting because this is probably the oh, this is our last. This is the last, and this is the last round that we can use our tokens because we have to come to a consensus it, on our. Uh... It is, and this is really going to hurt me because we're talking. Uh, you know, if I was if I was listing the list like personal preference, I got to be honest, it'd probably be some combination of either Appa and Ren and Shaw, like one and two. Uh, so it's it's uh, just mm-hmm. a tough break yeah. for me. They both end up on this side of the bracket, but I think it's I think it's the right spot. What the uh, heck? Sorry, child abduction <laughs> in Prairie Village. Um, hey, if you're in Prairie Village and there's a child abduction alert, please read those on your telephone. Um, Appa and I don't want to go first. I want you to go first, and I want to piggyback off that. Uh, wait, what's the next matchup? It's Naga versus uh, who Pabu? won? Pabu. Did Pabu win? Uh. Oh did, my gosh! Did Pabu yeah, beat Eric? Because yeah, yeah, I think Pabu. Uh, yeah, 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 because yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's way <laughs> funnier on that side of the bracket. <laughs> the picture Naga chasing Pabu around. Uh, that's okay. I think this fits. Uh, this fits us. I think too, as as hosts, that I go first on this one. You go first on that one. I think. Okay. Uh, Abba is so wildly useful. He's a bending animal. He's got some comedic. Uh, comedic goodness to him as well. Like I said, it usually comes from being an accessory to comedy. Uh, Ren and Shaw got original firebenders. Also dragons. Also fly. Also ancient creatures at the top of like Temple of Doom Mountain. 
I can't help myself. I gotta go with my heart. I gotta go with the dragons. I gotta go with Ren or Shaw. Either one. I. You could trade. Oh. It could be your Appa. It could be Appa, but fire breathers. They don't need to I be vendors. They can fly. Going with Appa here. It's Appa. Appa. Do you remember Appa's Lost Days? I don't like That's... those episodes. Of course I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit all over my microphone. Sorry, Mike. When when we got reunited with Appa, that was probably... Hey, what, 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 where did I rank that in my top emotional moments? That's a top five. Really, hopefully really low. But that, was in, that wasn't in... Up his last days, right? That was in the episode. No, 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 no. That was that was in Cities of Walls and Secrets. Yeah. See. Um, <laughs> don't make me feel feelings. I, I am without a doubt going with going with Opera here. Well, I hope you're prepared to drop some tokens. It's about to get gross. Uh, yeah, I'm spending a token. Okay, so I'm token four, fourth token overall. Spending a token. Uh, Let's go uh, back and well, forth all day. Uh, well, I'm going to spend my fourth token. I'm spending a fifth token. And I'm going to spend a fifth token. I'm going to spend a sixth token. And I'm going to spend a sixth token too, Sean. <sighs> Do I sacrifice everything? And then you could still <laughs> come back and get it, but then... Oh, but then who would win the next tiebreaker if neither one of us can spend? Uh, it will go to the... Person, person who chooses first? No, person who oh, chooses second. second. Okay. Right? Because uh, yeah. work in reverse in the rules that we just invented for this episode. Yes, yes correct. Yep. So I kind of had the upper hand for the next pick if we spend all of our tokens now. Oh, this is getting juicy. Seven tokens. Spending it. What are you going to do, Chris? Are you going to win this one? Can make sure you win the next one. It's probably not going to matter. We'll probably be is... on the next one. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's, that is the thing. I think the <laughs> that's why I asked before what it was. Uh, oh, yeah, I must spin that. Okay. Appa deserves it. So Appa's winning this one. Neither one of us has any tokens. Let's see what happens in the next round. <laughs> this is beautiful. It worked out so beautifully Yu Gi Oh esque. Like you flip a trap, they flip a trap, and you're like, son of a bitch. I'm <coughs> supposed to have that trap there. Okay. Uh, it was Appa. worth it. Appa. All, all of you, Appa, thank you. You're welcome. In quadruple overtime, Appa comes out with the with the dub, assuming that every set of tokens is an overtime. Way to go, Appa! Bottom bottom of the bracket, number seven, Pabu, the lone underdog. Ooh, number remaining. seven. Number seven, seven two matchup. That's usually a fun time when you get that seven up there. It's not a common, but it happens. Uh, let's see here, um, Maga. Is if Naga wasn't in Legend of Korra, I think it would be a much worse show. Uh, to me, Naga is, is very important to, to Korra. Um, Pabu sometimes come off more so as the comic relief than being useful. I mean, he's useful, but to me, Naga is always useful. Um, so yeah, I, I, my pick is for Naga. As much as my heart wants to pick Pabu just to be a jackass, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. That would be uh, dishonest to myself. I think that at times when the times when Cora does make me mad at her as a as a character, so not the way that she's written and developed, but 
when she is a character is supposed to frustrate us and make us pull our hair out. Uh, it's it's Naga is like her redeeming quality in some of those times, at least so far, you know, we're most of the way through two seasons in that we've reviewed together this time. Um, and I think that is a humongous pull for her. Uh, whereas Pabu, you know, Bolin without Pabu is, is maybe a slightly less funny and there's some, some small holes that you would have to fill in, but nothing, nothing to the extent of Naga. I wish Naga was a little funnier cause that's kind of my, my shtick that I look for, but it's fine. Uh, no, I'm going to pick Naga. We're going to go with the classic, classic one two mm, in the yeah. final game as it should be in the final game uh no tokens just gotta argue until we agree <coughs> or until one of us gets really tired because it's late you know how that goes yeah i was gonna watch godzilla vs kong tonight speaking of animals versus each other oh um, that's a great I'll, I'll, tie-in uh, is that I'll wait tie? Till, is it uh, march 20th uh, yeah oh cool yeah, yeah that's awesome okay i'll watch it tomorrow night on hbo max yeah Okay. Which uh, is provided to you free. The um, <laughs> uh, sponsor of this show gives me free access to HBO Max. It's very thank you, sponsor. <laughs> uh, I, so I think I have to go first here. Is that accurate? No, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that's true. It really doesn't matter. My my initial vote, you know, pre pre any debate. I mean, I just got to cast a vote for for Appa. For I think he's I think he's more useful. Um, I think you get maybe even a slightly stronger emotional attachment, maybe than we get now. That's that's probably a toss up, but it's a very powerful emotional attachment. Um, I like Appa as a character more in in his own right as a standalone character. I think he's a more entertaining character. Um, so it's easy to like say these things, and it sounds like it's a big like an easy choice. It's not. I really love them both, but I think my gut would tell me to go with Appa. I'm looking at looking at, at them both right now. Um, uh, I love Naga. I love the Korra tamed Naga. The Naga polar bear dogs aren't like sky bison. They're, they're wild animals. And Korra tamed that wild animal. Almost, you know, you know it's reflective of Korra herself, right? She's a Cora must need to be ranked in herself, especially after a season. Um, and Naga almost seems more, uh, more um, you can almost input imp- her in, in to. She almost lives. She lives with Cora, right? Like she, you know, she can go in a car. You know, she'll live. She'll, you know, she can go into rooms with Cora and feel more like. Not just uh, a piece of utility, but also part of family. There's my favorite Naga moment is when Korra is rehabilitating, doing her rehab with Katara, and she has to walk. And Katara says, "Like just walk to just walk to Naga." And Korra is like on the parallel beams, and she's walking, walking. And she finally hugs Nala, and Nala even hugs not Nala. I'm sorry, Naga even hugs her back. Great, great moment. I absolutely love Naga. Um, there is more of an emotional connection, I think, with with uh, with um, Appa because Appa is that last remnants of of, of the uh, air, air air nomads that Aang has. Like that's just him and Appa are the, are the last it, they're the last Airbender, and they're the last Sky Bison. Um, and Appa is it's a it's a bender. Naga is not a bender. 
Now so that that comes in handy there. And, uh, and <laughs> we did get some funny stuff with not with with Appa with the nightmares and daydreams. Oh, that's almost not fair because that's Aang hallucinating. Yeah, th- and that episode itself <laughs> is hard to. I was just yeah. talking about Jack and Ball Z today earlier. You, Somebody you, else is funny that comes up. You have to take care of yourself. <laughs> um, it's a horrifying episode. <laughs> so my vote is going to go to Appa. Yeah. It uh, Naga feels more like a relatable pet, which I know I've already kind of said, but feels like something sort of more tangible, and that's in it. I mean that as a compliment. It's easy to like picture yourself having a Naga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Appa feels more like like the the fantastic dragon from a young yeah. adult fiction never-ending story. For yeah, he's he's the <laughs> luck dragon from the never-ending story. Actually, that's a pretty good comparison. Uh, he's the luck dragon. Um, where it's more of a, more of a vehicle, and I mean that not in a, not in a mean way, but like a vehicle to move the story along as well as the characters in it. So kind of pun intended. Um, but he, also thankfully, if it was just there, it would be a much even harder choice. If it was just there, but he himself is such a well developed character that it makes it, hmm. makes it easier for me to say that yeah, he kind of hits both both sides you get a beloved family member of Aang and that last like a last lingering remnant of Aang's previous life uh, when airbenders were alive uh, you kind of hit every button with Appa Uh, as boring as it is when a number one seed wins the ratings are always better when number one seeds and number two seeds we all want to see the upset but then nobody wants to watch the title game that's two underdogs uh, so it's uh, as boring as it seems on the outside. When when number ones win, when blue bloods are good, it's better. The NBA is better when the Lakers are good, Chris. When the Lakers win, yeah, the NBA's ratings are higher. When the Celtics and the Lakers play, the NBA's ratings are uh, at its best. That last finals, greatest finals I've watched ever. Came uh, in game seven. Anyway, game seven, <laughs> the legendary game seven. Um, so long story short, as as kind of lame as it is to come back to that answer and it's not lame because Appa deserves it uh, but you know he's it would be really hard to make a case against Appa uh, from from any angle really yeah yeah Appa's winner uh, and you know just being a sky bison also I mean in the Kyoshi novels Pain Pain made a huge difference for the flying opera company they're like you have a sky bison damn three legged Pain Pain <laughs> Right? Oh, wait, is that Ping Ping? Is three legged? I said three legged, five legged. Is that Ping Ping or is that something else? No, no, that is. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. The other in Shadow of Kyoshi. In the sequel level. You're right. It, yeah. It's somebody else. Okay. Not Ping Ping. I can't think of its name either, though. But I can't think of its name either. Fly, I just picture it like flying lopsided or like veering off to the side or whatever a little bit, and you gotta gotta redirect his. Yeah. Directed Sorry. <laughs> um, so Appa is the winner. Uh, it, you know, it's it. I don't want to say like easy to easy to predict. I feel like we put every animal to its pace. Gave it a pretty fair chance. It almost it almost it almost lost against Rain and Shaw. It almost. So I tried that was my a good... damnedest 
to get dragons. All three of those dragons under my TV. One of whom, hey, full circle, one of them actually is Godzilla, one of the three dragons under my television. He's about a foot and a half tall, little Godzilla. Oh, um, cool. No spines. He's not like nuclear breath Godzilla. He's more like, a, what do you call it, like kaiju Japan monster movie Godzilla, yeah. if that makes any sense. But um, I probably butchered that word also. Anyway, Appa, congratulations. You are the uh, maybe not super objective, but maybe <laughs> uh, maybe as objective as we could make it, best animal in the Avatar The Last Airbender universe until Brian and Michael blow this whole thing open and they intertwine the Dragon Prince and we get all kinds of new animals and stuff. We'll have to revisit this topic at that time. Or maybe not. In the meantime... Happy March Madness. If you like basketball, if you like brackets, if you just like competing in random things, uh, let us know your thoughts below on peanut butter and chocolate and peanut butter and candy. Also on this bracket on March Madness on whatever. Happy Easter. If you celebrate Easter, if you like candy, thank you so much for hanging with us for these uh, past two weeks of one-off episodes. Next week, we're getting to some big, big high-impact series stuff from, from book two of Legend of Korra. And we're very excited about that. So we'll get back on usual stuff starting next week. Chris, final thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. We really appreciate it. Uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at last underscore podcasters or facebook.com slash avatar the last podcasters. We appreciate all you guys' support and, and viewership or listenership. I don't know what that word is. Listenership? That sounds like a word. Patronage. We appreciate all your patronage. And we'll see you next week.